good morning. It's a chilly one today. I, uh, today's Tuesday. I'm gonna try to get this out to you guys by Thursday. I'm sitting here waiting for some pre-workout to kick in, but I got a feeling that it's about to kick in, and then I'm gonna have to go inside, but I'm gonna try to get y'all at least 10 minutes here on a segment. <clears throat> I'm hoping that my throat's pretty much cleared out, but it don't sound like it is, so I might have to clear my throat a couple times. Heads up. Oh, I was just thinking of some things. I was on TikTok Live, and I was going through some old memories that I, I don't know, I figured I'd care to share but I wrote down some some podcast notes yesterday that I thought were hilarious um first of all I just seen this car that was straight out of 2003 except it was a 2020 and this lady was absolutely like 21 years old in 2003 you know what I mean like got her <clears throat> excuse me got her first tramp stamp at y2k kind of lady <laughs> Which I think is amazing. Like, I, I admire that. Because that time period was so fun to grow up in, too. Um, I've been saying I wish I grew up in, in the 70s and 80s. But, man, that would be fun to be a teenager in the 90s. Because I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. But, uh... Yeah, I... Her car was a Camaro. Like a 2020, 2021. Very clean, white stock you know just a six cylinder you know she just went to the lot and said i got i want to lease on this one or i want to buy this one whatever and then she took the liberty of putting like pink stickers on it like designs that you would see on like i think maybe my uh i call her my sister i don't know if i've i've dived i don't know if i have dove i don't know if i have dived i don't how would you say that? I gotta look that up. But I have not dived into that, I don't think. But I have a sister who was adopted who um, I refer to as my sister often. But she's not my blood sister. Um, my parents don't consider her to be their daughter. My brother, I don't think, considers her to be his sister. I do, just because I was very young. So when I reference my sister, but my sister might've had this design on her like Nissan Altima, you know, <laughs> like <clears throat> somebody's first Camry, you know, just pink, hot pink little flower designs down the side, both sides, like racing stripes on a guy's car or uh, racing flames on a guy's car, <laughs> you know, and she had bleach blonde hair all bobby pinned up with the poof and the blue eyeshadow. And it was just like a, damn, I want to see what color is your butterfly, you know? <laughs> oh, it was funny. It got me giggling. But yesterday I, uh, I got back to the boat for the first time in seven days. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something for old time's sake over here. Just to throw us back to... Uh, we're on episode 15. We've done 15 weeks of podcasts, y'all. Look at that. We're doing good. I still don't have professional equipment, but I'm still speaking it into existence. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, let me do something here for old time's sake. 
Y'all can guess what I'm about to do. So I got back to the boat yesterday for the first time in seven days. Which, let me go ahead too. <clears throat> I just spent seven days straight with uh, firefighting cowboy. I don't know how I feel about it. But. Because that's a long time to spend with somebody out the jump. I don't think I've ever. I don't, I don't know if I've ever spent seven days straight with a person. In a very long time. <clears throat> Not even. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I spent seven days in a row with somebody. Which I did take, and I think he did take the liberty of keeping himself busy. And keeping myself busy, like taking space for a few hours on some of those days. But no, I cannot remember a time where I spent that many days in a row with somebody. So that's an accomplishment. (laughs) just out here trying new things i guess um so i went to the boat first time seven days and everything was fine it's a little dirty i'm probably gonna have to power wash it today um however i got it all opened up and i was walking down the block i don't know if i mentioned this already but like last week before i left somebody while i was laying down and like changing um had kind of like jumped on the front of my boat And it wasn't the first time that somebody had yelled to me from while I was underneath the cabin, which I think is odd. Like, please don't do that to people if they're in their living quarters. Just, like, holler at people, especially people do that to me in my car, too. I'll be sitting here with the windows up on my phone and people will start yelling at me like, hey, I just, I'm like, what do you want from me? Don't box me in here and make me feel trapped, you know? But I guess a lot of people don't think like I do. So this guy had yelled to me. He got on the front of my boat and yelled through the window, like, you want to go to dinner? And now the way that the window sits on my boat, it's right above my pillow, like where I'm laying down. So all of a sudden I'm sitting here cocked on my phone and I look straight up and there's a man's face. And earlier in the day, the guy had made fun of not made fun of I started picking on him for the way that he looked at my car but he looked at my car a little sideways I think I need to jump back a few steps on this story I think I'm all over the place let me let me line this up here in a timelinely fashion (laughs) about maybe two days before I left the boat I was parked in front of the marina And a gentleman parked his car. Also, not like right next to mine, but, you know, across the parking lot and walked past my car. My passenger side car has a pretty big scratch in it from where I crashed my car into a bridge. Because I fell asleep one night driving. I never got it fixed. And, um... So he walks by my car and looks at it a little sideways, which I understand. 
<laughs> it's a pretty big scratch. And then, and so I, I look at him and I look at what he's looking at, which is the front of my car. And sorry, I was writing out a podcast point. And I said, you like my car? As I was getting out, because I was also in the process of getting out of my car. So I go, you like my car? And he goes, looks like it's seen better days. So I say, because I take everything a little bit personally, I say, oh, hey, so do you. And he looks at me, and I got my sunglasses on, so I feel like I'm about 10 feet tall. I always feel like I'm a little bit taller when I got my sunglasses on. And I look back at him, and he goes, well, that wasn't very nice. I go, well, neither was the way that you were looking at my car. He goes, it's kind of hard not to notice. And I said, amen. And he walked himself in the marina, and I walked myself back to the boat. I may have said something, uh, there might have been like one more back and forth that I can't remember what he said but I I do remember saying like awfully strange thing to say to a stranger and left it at that about an hour later I come back and and he's still inside the store I had to go in and get a bag of ice or something and men said why you gotta be so mean to my friend men is the marina owner and that's his name men so I say I wasn't being mean. He was looking at me sideways. And the guy pulls one of these. Now, you want to piss me off real quick, fast, and in a hurry? Hit me with something like this. I wasn't looking at you. I was looking at your car. That's about like somebody saying, uh, God, I said something else the other day. Like, I asked a question. And the response was, well, you asked this question, so I only answered the question within, like, these parameters. But I can't give the exact context. Otherwise, they'll know if they're listening. Who knows if they're still listening. But if they're listening, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. So I really don't want to expose the details of that story. And it probably made sense. And I probably shouldn't have even mentioned it. But it's fine. So anyway, now you guys just get, just get to sit there and wonder what that conversation was about. But yeah, like you ask a question and somebody just answers it as specifically as possible to the exact way that you asked a question. So like if I said, um, is this pre-workout good for you? And they only give you answers to like why it's good for you. But it could be like it could be bad. Like it could be a bad thing. You could say, yeah, there's this, this and this in it. But there's also all of this other stuff in it that's really bad for you. You know, instead, they just list off the good things. So anyway, I digress. So he says that I wasn't looking at you. I was looking at your car. To which I just, at that point, I think I've gotten to a point in my life where when somebody gives me that kind of smart aleck response, I just turn my head away. I'm just done. You know, like that's, you got the last word on that one. Good job. And now you feel stupid because you were expecting me to say something back.
Maybe you won't even be able to tell that I paused right there, but I have to be honest with you guys because I'm always honest with you guys. I had to blow my nose. So, um, oh, there's that lady with the white Camaro with the pink stickers again. Gosh, I love her. She'd probably, she'd probably be the lady at the bar that like I would just sit down next to because it was an open stool next to another woman on like a corner, you know, like if there's a empty bar stool <clears throat> and one side is a wall or a corner or space and the other side is a woman, I'm going to sit there probably. And I'm going to ask, I'm going to say, Hey, is it okay if I sit here? And she would sit there and say, like, let me get this girl a drink, you know? So that's the kind of lady I like, but I digress. So, um, I'm just done with the conversation at that point. Like you got the last word, you, ex- you expected a response. You're not going to get it. Because my response back to that in my head is, go fuck yourself. Like, <clears throat> and, and I think, too, because I think, too, because I've heard kids say that back to their parents and their parents just not doing any, anything about it. So those kids turn into those adults, like undisciplined kids turn into disrespectful adults. Oh, I also heard a story today or yesterday that I have to tell you about. And it has to do with a friend of mine. And if they are listening, I'm going to keep this as vague as possible. So, um, don't worry. And if I don't, then I'll just clip it. But I have a story to tell y'all later. So this guy, this is all going to get back to, uh, him jumping up on my boat. All right. This is where the story lands. So if it sounds like I'm typing, it's because I am podcast notes. I just go back to my boat. I look at the owner of the marina. I roll my eyes. I'm just like, y'all have a good day. And then the marina owner proceeds to say, like, you got any shows or something coming up? And the guy that was being silly, who was looking at my car, goes, shows. And the owner of the marina says, yeah, she's a country music sing or country music singer something like that country music girl whatever artist I don't know I can't remember exactly what he said and the guy goes really so now I'm like okay you guys have a good day like I'm out and I get very uncomfortable when people start giving me compliments I just always you know, and sometimes they go on too long because people start overthinking that, like, I need more or because I'm being like, no, quit, you're being too sweet. They just keep going and they keep harping on. And when I say, no, you're too sweet, like, thank you, let that be it. At least, and that's just some people. Some people do, like, oh, no, shucks. Like, really? And when they ask, when they end it with a really, then, yeah, keep giving them compliments if you want to. Or be like me and get super annoyed at the ego trip that they're on. But with, with me, like, mm -mm. if I say you're being way too kind, thank you so much. Leave it there. I'm done. I'm done with it. Please don't continue. (laughs) Um, and usually if anything, like when I say, thank you so much, that means I'm done. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm done with the conversation. So Sure enough, I walk out, I go to my boat, and I lay on it, and about an hour later, I feel the boat rock, 
like somebody's just taking the stern and rocking it back and forth. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look up and there's a man's face. And this man was not handsome. Like, I can't even say that he was like dorky cute or like that hot. Like, this guy looked like a. Like somebody that is. The license plate matches up on the Uber or the Lyft, but you really don't want him bringing you home. Kind of looking guy. And just that loud Bronxy New York voice and deep and like overweight and nothing wrong with being overweight but like this dude's bigger than me too so now I'm looking up at his face upside down like fucking Spider-Man and Jane I think that's her name from that movie right I seen the one uh Peter Parker where it was the uncle died or the grandpa dies, and Jane is um, Kirsten Dunst, I think, if I'm not wrong. Is that the girl? I don't know. I don't know movies. But I only seen that one that came out. He was like, I don't know. He looks like Harry Potter, but he's not. I guess he looks like that the guy that plays Harry Potter with glasses, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so... And he says, hey. <laughs> I go, what? I'm almost giggling because I'm uncomfortable now. I'm like, what? He goes, whoa. He said something. I didn't even, it didn't even register because I'm sitting here thinking, what the fuck? And I, I go, get off my boat. And he goes, what? So he's, I said, what? And after he said, hey. And then he, he says, whoa, 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 something. That I did not compute in my brain. I didn't. It didn't translate. I just heard noises come out of his mouth. And I think that's also my superpower of being able to hear a man speak and not hear a thing he says. Oh, it's my favorite thing about me. I can just hear a deep voice and be like, there's a deep voice making noises. And that's it. So (laughs) I go, I respond to the noises with, Get the fuck off my boat. And he goes, what? I said, get the fuck off my boat. And so he jumps down and then, so he jumps down on the wall, like the the flood wall. And then walks down the, the dock ramp to the side of my boat where now he can see in my cabin. <clears throat> so I says, what do you want? And he goes, you, I got a brand new unopened bottle of rum, something along the lines of like, I got a bottle of rum, some Coca-Cola. You want to go grab dinner and then, uh, help me polish off this bottle of rum or something along those lines, probably more words than he even said, because, oh, if I didn't get told in the last seven days that I talk a lot, God. <laughs> I just thought of the movie scene. Has anybody seen Billy Madison? Now, these movies, I can quote all day long, and I know all these actors. But Billy Madison, he goes, So sorry to interrupt. <laughs> but, oh, boy, yeah, every single person 
and firefighting cowboys friend group and family told me that I talk too much. So, there's that. It's fine. I didn't take it personal. Um, <laughs> so, I say, no. And he goes, what? So, that's the third time he said what? And I go, no, thank you. And he goes, it's good rum. <laughs> and I say, and I'm not giggling during this, but now I'm just thinking back to this interesting interaction. Ooh, I don't know if I've ever told the story about the gas station guy. I'm writing this down. Hold on. Click, 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 click. Oh, man. So I got stories today. So I say back. I appreciate the offer, but no thank you. And he says, well, all right, well, if you change your mind, just let me know. I said, okay. And he looked at me for a second, and I'm looking back at him. I didn't have my sunglasses on, so I felt a little bit shorter. But he was standing about a foot below me, so I felt we're having a stare down. And he walks away. And he gets back up on the flood wall. You know, he walks about 15 feet and says, You're sure? I say, the next time you get on my boat, I'm going to stab you. I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said, I said, no. But in my head, I thought, the next time you jump on my boat, I'm going to stab you. So, I say no. Or whatever. He's, Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to? I say, whatever. No, thank you. Yeah, thank you. He walks away. So, um, that leads me back to, where does that lead me back to in the story? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go back and listen and find out where that leads back to on the story. Hold on. Bear with me. Okay, so basically that whole story about the guy jumping on my boat was just an anecdote about how people make me feel uncomfortable. So, (laughs) I get back to the boat yesterday, first time in seven days. And somebody's up on the, the dry slips cleaning their boat. And if you've been on my stories or seen any of my posts, you can see like the boats behind that are, um, in dry slips So somebody was up there cleaning his, and he yells down. He goes, ma'am, and I say, yes, sir. He goes, I'm about to be power washing, so you might, you know, I I apologize, but I'm probably going to get you wet here. And then I said, well, that's going to suck, won't it? Because I was wearing my work clothes, my clean clothes. He said, well, I I I do apologize. And I said, I guess I'm going to have to put a bathing suit on, huh? And he goes... Well, I guess that'll be nice, huh? And I said, yeah, for me. He goes, me too. And I go, I ain't putting that sucker on now. Just picking on him, you know. And uh, and he did. He was providing a nice, moist breeze with his power washer as I was un, uh, uncovering the boat and putting the bimini back up and getting everything opened. And that was it. I hung out on the boat all day until I went and got food and I ordered an entire feast. Oh, I got a 
like a salad with just vegetables on it. And then I got a grilled chicken sandwich with grilled pineapple. Y'all, I'm a scumbag. <laughs> I'm a scumbag, dude. Oh, I'm almost embarrassed to tell this story, but I got to tell this story. I made a mental note because I let my phone die. And I've been doing that a lot lately, but I'll come back to that. Um, writing it down, letting my phone die or leaving it. So I let my phone die at the bar. And the charger, I, I mean, I brought my charger, but the outlet wasn't working at first. So I'm like, I'm just going to leave it off for a little while while I eat and watch the game listen to music people watch so (laughs) I spill a drink and granted like I had half a white claw while I was on live um you know because I I stayed sober this weekend through the wedding and stuff and I had half a white claw while I was on live before I went to get food when my phone was dying I think it got down to like three percent I tried to plug it in on the boat, but it wouldn't. If you guys were on the live um, Monday afternoon. And the boat charger just wasn't really charging it quick enough. And I was so hungry because I really hadn't eaten all day. So maybe that white claw really gave me a good buzz going. But with that being said, I was sitting at the bar and I ordered a drink. Just a pineapple uh, pineapple and a, a margarita. Jeez, couldn't get that word out of my mouth. Mark, pineapple margarita and I spilt it like I took one sip off of it and spilt it and there's people at the bar which I'm clumsy I'm sitting in the corner like it didn't hit anybody because I was sitting in the corner it didn't get anybody wet um just the ice and stuff obviously spilled on the floor which I went and picked up myself I didn't let them grab a broom or nothing. I went and picked it up by hand and threw the ice over the dock. Like where I was sitting by the sunset. If you saw my story. I just threw it over. So then. About five minutes later I get my food. And everybody sees it obviously. Everybody looks at me as soon as I spill that drink. I'm sitting by myself in a deer hoodie. Literally the same clothes that I have on right now. I'm a scumbag. It's a deer. Like a buck hoodie. <clears throat> from Hooked and Tagged. Hit the link in my podcast description and go get some Hooked and Tagged uh, merchandise. Tell them I sent you. I don't know if I have a discount code anymore, but if I do, I think it's just Rogers. But the link's in my link, so go click on it. And these white sport shorts. So this is a 2XL hoodie, white sport shorts, my camouflage Crocs that have the little stubs in them from like, like ones that I, I think they called it a, I don't know, it's one of the robots from the Transformers. You know, the cars that turn into robots. And then the other one's for Kobe Bryant. R.I.P. Um, but, so, I spilled this drink. Everyone's looking at me. And I have my camouflage hat on. My merchandise camouflage hat. I pick it all up. I go, Opa! Whatever, just make a joke of it. I pick it all up. The bartender kindly makes me a new one. I don't know if he charged me for it or not, but he did charge me extra for a food item that I didn't get. But I'll get there probably. So, it makes me a new drink. Five minutes later, my chicken comes out. So, I already had my salad, ate it. My chicken comes out. And I go to pick up the grilled pineapple, which I 
recently discovered I love. Oh, it's so good. Just a slice of pineapple grilled, you know, easy. And the chicken sandwich came with a pickle. So I was so excited because every once in a while, I love a good pickle. I pick up the pineapple and it drops on the floor. Now we're on an outdoor patio. It dropped on the floor. And for one, I thought I could ask the bartender for a new grilled pineapple. He can charge me for it. Secondly, I thought I need to pick this up anyway. Thirdly, I thought five second rule. I reached down and I picked that sucker back up and I put it on my plate. And I ate it. Mm, am I disgusting or what? Oh, I'm a trash bag, dude. <laughs> uh, and I have to confess it. I ate a pineapple that fell on the floor. It's fine. Five second roll, like I said. <laughs> uh, so anyway, for the people that are still listening... And then I finished my food. I got a pizza, which the I ordered cauliflower to try to be healthy, but the guy definitely rang up a like he rang up a cauliflower pizza, which was five dollars more. But I got a yeasty pizza. I got a red one. I forgot to tell y'all about the story, like the inter- interesting interactions that I was talking about with the guy, just making me uncomfortable <clears throat> jumping on my boat. Oh, and there's another side lib story that I forgot. Okay, so I got my podcast notes pulled up. Uh, First of all, gas station interaction that I may have talked about before, but this guy essentially insisted that I date children. Like, he pointed at a child while we're in this line. This was during the pandemic. But, you know, the pandemic didn't really affect Dixon County, Tennessee very much. And, um... This guy in line at the gas station, he's two people behind me and there's six people in front of me. And he reaches across. So like he steps around, everybody's, you know, four or five foot apart. He steps around the person that's behind, like in between us. He's two people back. There's one person in between us. He steps around that guy. And this guy in between us is like maybe a little younger than me. I'm 25. So maybe he's, I don't know. 22 21 he might have been my age but he looked young and this older guy let me paint the scene he's wearing cut off jorts that go below his knees he's wearing high white socks and timberland boots not timberland boots but work boots they could have been timberlands though he's wearing a t-shirt that's white and it's stained with gray whether that's drywall or um paint i don't know with a backwards hat on that was like a also you know just gray dusty paint or drywall one or the other and uh, a long ponytail like his ponytail is longer than mine you know looks like he's going to work this is early in the morning too and it was a tuesday it's like eight thirty in the morning on a tuesday in dixon county during the pandemic and he reaches around and I'm just facing forward, kind of leaning up against the, the coffee, the coffee station there in this gas station. And he says, you see that 
see them over there? Like points at a, a, a father with his young child, like a four-year-old, five-year-old maybe. And I say, yeah. He goes, you ought to date one of them. Now, also, the, the father and child were not Caucasian, you know? <clears throat> I'm not going to uh, guess where they're from, but they were not Caucasian or what their ethnicity, race, whatever, but they were more pigmented than I am. And honestly, like, jealous, you know? I wish I was, I wish I was tan. But anyway, I look at him, I look at them, I look back at the guy that said it, and I say, I take a guess, right? I take a stab in the dark. He's either saying, A, a single father with a kid already, or B, he's saying a child. There is a third option, but I'm going to leave it to those two. So I take a stab at it, and I say, you mean the child? And he says, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Carly knows men. Pick the right answer. 50-50 shot, you know? So I say, why is that? And he goes, well, they're easy to please. You get to dress them however you want. And you ain't ever got to worry about him cheating on you. I look at him. And then I, I take a gander at the, the, the individual in between us. And then I take a gander at the, the person on my other side that's still in line listening and waiting. And then I look down the line to see if anybody else heard it. And I know at least two did. So I say back to him a little bit louder. I say, sir, are you insinuating... That I search for relations or search for a relationship with a child. And now about four more people hear what I say. To which he <clears throat> humbly responds with, well, I didn't mean to say it like that, but yeah, essentially, that's what I mean. Now I'm only in this line for one energy, one energy drink, just one. Just to get me through my workout. And I look to him. I look down at my energy drink. I look up at the group of people that have now heard this story. Because the line hasn't moved in this whole interaction. I know it took me about six minutes to tell this story. But this whole interaction lasted about ten seconds. And I pop the energy drink open. And I chug it. I'm giggling while I'm chuggling or chuggling. <laughs> I'm giggling it. Jeez, Louise, Carly, get your words straight. I'm giggling while I'm chugging it. And just kind of looking around and then I finish it. And I just stand there and wait while I intermittently begin just chuckling again. Like I just could not. It's like when you're not supposed to laugh and you can't stop. So I just kept just giggling until I finally got to the register. Said, I already drank it. Here's five bucks. Keep the change. Did y'all hear that guy? And the girl at the register goes, oh, yeah, we heard it. And I was like, all right, have a good day. And just walked out and had myself a great day. So that's a story of something that happened. Also yesterday, um, 
Mm. Firefighter cowboy. Firefighting cowboy told me not to mention this story on here. So I guess I won't. But I had an interesting interaction on the road yesterday. And, uh... Basically... Thought I was gonna die. And we'll leave it at that. We'll tell it another day. Just somebody remind me on the Patreon or something that... I mentioned this story. Like, months from now. Just be like, hey, remember that story? You mentioned you almost died on the interstate. While driving because of an interesting interaction and I'll say yep I remember now um the story about oh the friend that's gonna know who I'm talking about if they are still listening and that's fine I'm gonna keep it vague but essentially if I'm ever around somebody who intentionally makes me feel like they do not notice that I'm present. I would throw something at them, I think. It would start off playful. You know, maybe just a ball of paper. Um, when When we first started talking about it, I said I would have thrown, like, an anger, like something heavy. No, I'd start off playful. I might, like, walk by and just drop something next to him or something like that you know make it subtle but for any reason in like my space you know something like my car uh my work my home like anything like that you know the disrespect and the audacity somebody has to have to make you feel invisible in your space that they don't necessarily have to be in makes me so angry and I think it's because I guess it's similar to like when I'm at a bar and somebody comes over and bumps into me especially if there really isn't that like if there's more space somewhere else or if there's not that much space to work with and especially to not acknowledge it so if I'm standing in a corner I'm already up against the wall and there's space enough and you still bump into me. Fine if you acknowledge it the first time. The first time, fine, as long as you turn around and say, oops, I'm so sorry. I slipped, whatever. Don't even have to have an excuse. I'm sorry, I felt that I bumped you. My fault. Because you feel it too. The second time it happens, if it gets acknowledged, I may have a side I might have a, a sarcastic comment. Like don't let it happen again. Or, uh, damn, like, what are you, drunk? You know, something like that. If it goes unnoticed, I get angry. Like, almost immediately. Because I'm like, I know that you felt that. It's your fault. And I was here first. You know, all those things. I guess that's, like, similarly to how I feel about it. It's like, you could at least acknowledge. And I've also learn and grown to be able to say when I'm in a place maybe that I'm not able to leave you know like for example if I was upset if firefighting cowboy made me upset this week I was kind of stuck in this hurricane now I could have risked it risked it and if I said I don't want to be here he would have made sure 
that I got somewhere else safely. If, <clears throat> you know, God forbid, I just was like, I don't want to be around you anymore. Like, respectfully, I appreciate your generosity, but I'm going to ask to leave. Like, he would either A, let me go and risk my own, and but he's even nice enough to not let me risk my own. He would make sure that I got somewhere safe. I've grown confident and, and comfortable enough with myself to be able to say, I'm uncomfortable, I don't want to be here. At least to acknowledge and to make the other person not feel so anxious and and uncomfortable in their own space. Because how rude is that, you know? And I just had to, like, circle my way through that and why I felt that way. Like, why I felt so strongly. Also, I probably saw my dad get bumped around a lot in bars and in public places to where he's made to feel uncomfortable. So now I adopted that trait. And also, I may have hereditarily adopted that trait. It all goes back to how I talk too much. That's what it all comes back to. I'm just kidding. No, every time somebody said that, I'm like, yeah, I do. Actually, one of his friends yesterday at lunch goes, you like to tell stories. Or, like, you're really good at telling stories. Of course, I don't know if that meant that I was lying. That she thought I was fibbing. Or if she's like, no, you just... You talk a lot and give a lot of detail. Because that's also a compliment that I've received. And I take them as compliments. Because at the end of the story, I always presume they enjoyed listening to it. But if they didn't, I can usually pick up on it by either A, the commentary, or B, the reaction. And then I just don't tell them any more stories and I get quiet. You know? But all it takes is saying, hey... Just shut up for five minutes and I will sit there and I'll shut up. I wish more people were like that. That they just felt comfortable enough to say, hey, can I selfishly ask you for five minutes of quiet time while I also sit here and be quiet? That's a thing. I don't think that that's irresponsibly disrespectful. It might be disrespectful, but I don't think it's an irresponsible request to, to say, hey, I really just want to sit here and be quiet for five minutes. Is that okay? Sure. And if five minutes turns into ten minutes, that's okay too. You know? Or, hey, I just don't want to... Can we stop talking about this subject right now and, like, talk about something different? Or can we change it? Like, all of those things. I think that's totally reasonable and healthy to ask. Why sit there and stew and make yourself feel uncomfortable when really the other person might be thinking, like... I really just don't like this TV show. Can we change it? Or, uh, you know, this this song reminds me of something else. Or this movie scares me too much. Can we watch something different? Or I don't want to be here anymore. Can we go to somewhere else? All of those things are reasonable, I think. So if you ever question that, I hope that you feel comfortable enough with yourself and with your relationship to whoever you're speaking to, whether it's a stranger or a friend or partner to say, hey, this is making me uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about it. Can we just, can we just pivot? Pivot. Anybody watch Friends? And pivot. And pivot. (laughs) I think I have one more story, but I don't know. Oh yeah, I I mentioned uh, letting my phone die recently. 
just letting it die, leaving it in the car. You know, some people, and I, I have probably been guilty of this. I can't, I'm selfish, you know, and my brain tends to leave things behind, you know, like just forget things happened or whatever, but, um, I probably have been guilty of this where if somebody's phone died around me, I felt uncomfortable whether it was because, or if they just like left their phone sitting somewhere, I would feel that way about like even my dad and my dad is not the type of human being to like make my mom feel uncomfortable, you know, but like his phone would just be left in the truck or something. And I'm like, what's on that phone that you don't want but in reality it was just he just didn't want to be on his phone and I've grown into that where I have more so much more fun when I give myself five or ten minutes away from my phone I've been telling people left and right lately laundry and vacuuming are my two favorite chores because I get to put my phone down for five to ten minutes and it's almost like a withdrawal for the first like five to 10, like it's the first half of your mile. It's the first mile and a half of your run. You know, it's like, once you get over that, your brain kicks in, it kicks into gear. And so, yeah, I've been letting my phone die and just leaving it in the truck and having some really organic and authentic interactions. Like I saw the most beautiful sunset last night because I left it on the boat. Otherwise, I would have seen it through my phone. You know? And I think I've had really authentic conversations with people. Just like... I feel more comfortable. I don't feel as skittish. Like, I don't feel like I'm forgetting something at a table. Or leaving it in a bathroom. Or waiting for somebody to interrupt. Or, you know, checking it because I'm bored. Instead of just being approachable. I think I mentioned this before. Like... If you look approachable, you may be approached. If you look unapproachable, you're not going to be approached or you're going to make people feel uncomfortable for approaching you. And that's just one, you know, vein of thought that could be had about approachability, I guess. Oh, I just seen this woman fall down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ugh. I'm also looking at this couple that's clearly in their early 60s that are hot. Holy smoke, she's a fucking babe. I ain't even gay. But she was beautiful. I may just put this episode out today. Just say, here you go, guys. Here's an episode. I might put it out on Patreon first, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. I might just put it out and say Easter egg. Gosh, I ought to do. <gasps> um, I don't know though. I don't know if I can trust you, you patrons yet, but I could do a Patreon only podcast and really dig into the dirt and the deep thoughts of Carly Rogers thinking. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet though. And I know that I've got a couple of like $20 subscribers that would probably enjoy that. But I also don't know how to make a podcast and it not go directly to Spotify. So I can work on that. 
I also have to work on finding an insurance company that's going to cover me after I fall off my parents. I wonder, do I have to get health insurance as soon as I fall off? Like, do I have to have something in place? Or can I go without health insurance? I heard of this website that um, helps you find insurance, health insurance. Like, the cheapest policies for you and what they're what they offer, but... I haven't looked at it yet because I've been a silly goose. But I think I'm going to make myself some more pre-workout and go work out, y'all. I was on TikTok Live just chit-chatting and talking about things. And I got to remember, too, to talk about childhood memories next time. Um, uh, say hi and cross street and... Mm-mm. Hopefully you don't hear that, but... Oh, I also have another point, too, that I can't wait to talk about. So I'm going to put probably put this out today. This was a good 45 minutes. <clears throat> I, um... I'll put this out maybe this, this afternoon, just in case I think of more things to talk about. And then I'll consider doing a Patreon only. That'll be fun. I hope you guys have a great rest of your Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. It's my favorite acronym. I will, uh... This was a good morning. Good morning, chit-chats. I hope you enjoyed it.